Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa. And this is Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back. We are on step eight. We are doing 11 podcasts, one per step except for six and seven. Right. And we have found ourselves in step eight. Mm -hmm. The second last of the action steps. So a quick recap. Discernment steps are one, two, three. That's seeing things with clarity, what they are, how we're doing them, what's going on in our lives. Four to nine is the action steps and 10 to 12 is the maintenance steps. So step eight reads, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Simplified translation is made a list of everyone I've hurt and opened up to the idea of making things right. Hence the spiritual principle of love or brotherly love. Mm -hmm. So, um, and this step eight is about making that list of um, the people who you owe your amends to. Which you may not have thought when you were doing your fourth. This is a nice little um, trick of the sponsor, in <laughs> at least in my life. Mm-hmm. When I was making my list of resentments. Yes. How in the world is a person from my resentment list making it onto a list where I have to make an amend? Right. I thought what was so genius about that is when I got to this step, and it's just making a list. We stay in making the list. We don't go any further than that. Mm-hmm. She looked at my resentment list and said, okay, so how many of these do you need to make amends to? I almost shit my pants. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? I'm sorry. None? We're looking at the resentment list. Yeah. Not the harms list. Right. <laughs> and she said, okay, well, so I see you have your sister here, your husband, your parents, let me ask you, what do you think it's like to be your sister? And what do you, what's it like to be your husband or mm. your parents? And it, it look, took a flipping second before I went, oh, fuck. Mm. Um, and I could never have gotten to that point, especially not without six and seven, because right. now I'm looking at these things about myself and it's right. fresh. This is why you said in the last podcast, you move right to step eight after six and seven. Yes. But making the list, I also like to say, is I don't have to feel guilty to know I've harmed someone. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in black and white before my face in my fourth inventory. Yep. And it's literally just a matter of, you don't have to think about anything. You just move people over from your inventory to your amend list. You just implant. Cut and paste. Mm -hmm. I know somebody um, who uh, had a sponsor for a few years and then flipped to another sponsor and they have been sitting in step eight for years. Mm. And uh, it is, I think, a unimaginably horrific place to be because oh the, my God, the yeah. longer you sit there, the, the more daunting and the more awful it's going to feel and it's going to seem impossible. Um, that's why, like we talk about, it's a progression, the steps, you know, going through them. Um, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but mm-hmm. I, for me, I prefer getting, getting to it. You know? Oh yeah. If you Let's stay get her stuck, done. Yeah. get her done. Don't stay stuck. Um, one of the things it points out in step eight in the 12 and 12 is it is usually a fact that our behavior when drinking has aggravated the defects of others. Ooh, read that again. So, uh, it is usually a fact that our behavior when drinking has aggravated the defects of others. We've repeatedly strained the patience of our best friends to a snapping point and have brought out the very worst in those who didn't think much of us to begin with. <laughs> I look at that in two ways. One, the way it reads, but also 
how ugly other people get when I start drinking because I start to villainize them, mm. right? So now I'm focusing on their character defects. Oh, yeah. look at that. Look how awful they are. Yeah. So it really is like a double-edged sword. Yeah. And I can like, I can remember back to previous relationships where, you know, I would go to bars seeking uh, someone to understand me, seeking companionship because my partner didn't understand me. Well, why didn't my partner understand me? Because I was rubbing her the wrong way. My character defects and my drinking were aggravating her character defects. They were bringing out that frustration. They were bringing out that jealousy, that mistrust. Mm -hmm. And then I went and acted further on those things. So, um, and then I would be upset because she would turn around and do things to me, but that's all I would focus on. That's all I would see. Um, and that's why for years therapy didn't work for me. Because I'd go to a therapist and I'd talk about all the shitty things my partner was doing. And not once did I ever focus on anything that, you know, how did I set the ball, the ball in motion here? I didn't look at my part. It wasn't until I came to AA and you people in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, specifically my sponsors, started to help me see my part yep. by going through the steps. So eight is about making that list. And then you're going to get to those people on your list. My sponsor had me um, divide them up. Um, there's the, who are you going to, oh, these people, easy. Yep, okay, grandma, that's an easy one, yeah. I certainly owe her amends. What a sweet, nice little old lady she was. <laughs> and I wasn't the greatest granddaughter. Easy peasy. So we always get those ones out of the way. They're the easy ones, right? And then you have the ones that are a little bit harder. Maybe they're a little bit more embarrassing. Maybe it's an employer, you know, a former employer, and you're, you don't, nobody likes to eat crow, right? Nobody likes to admit they're wrong. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But it's important in order for us to let go of that guilt and that shame and be able to make restitution and move forward. And then there's the list that I called the no fucking way, never in a million years am I ever going to apologize to those people. And so he, he got me to make these lists. And he's like, okay, let's, let's start with the no fucking way, never in a million years. Who's on that list? Well, my ex was on that list mm -hmm. for sure. And he's like, okay, we're going to start with that one. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that's, don't you, no, that's the no Saint fucking. Luke. <laughs> so good. No fucking way. Ever. Never list. So we're going to start with that one. You need to pray. Yes. That is a key component of mm -hmm. any of the amends, but especially the ones where you're like, no fucking mm -mm. way, man. Mm -mm. Yep. Um, so that was tough. But yeah, so the prayer, let's talk a little bit about the prayer helps us get to that. Oh, it's my little trick. I call them the mini steps or the in-between steps. If I can't do a step, I pray for the willingness to do the step. It is a shift that takes place in such a miraculous way. It's kind of hard to describe that simply by just praying for someone. I like your initial prayer. Like mm. that was a really good. Dear God, please give that fucking <laughs> bitch everything she deserves. Amen. Yes. Sounds so good. Mm. Like the words are right on. <laughs> it's just exactly the sentiment. how I felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praying to be willing to do anything is much more powerful than I think we give it credit for. And we, this program, there is not one thing that we recommend or that is in the big book in order to execute these steps that is useless or worthless. It's every word and every strategy means something and is in there because it works. So it's not just like we are in the rooms are telling you to pray for the willingness because it sounds nice. Mm -hmm. We're telling you because evidence based on members 
it absolutely helps you get there because of our own will. We can't do it. That's why we have to have a will greater than ourselves because we reach out to this other higher power. And then suddenly a little crack breaks through the ice shell that we have and we start to go, okay, well maybe she's not like that big of a fucking bitch. (laughs) It's very important. You know, and I think of that prayer, um, and I think of my higher power, and I think of the phrase to um, a power uh, of my own understanding, Mm -hmm. you know, a God of my understanding. So when I had trouble um, at first believing in a higher power, but I was told, do it anyway, then one of the things Luke and I talked about was, well, how do you envision God? Like, what is God to you? If you could envision God, what would it be like? And to me, I picture, like, God knows me. Mm-hmm. God knows me ultimately. Mm-hmm. And God isn't going to be offended by my words, by the thing. So if I say, dear God, please give that fucking bitch He's everything. Not. I picture uh, this being, this ultimate being, laughing, mm-hmm. going, oh, Lisa, like a parent kind of tapping me on the head. <laughs> Good. That's a good start. You'll get there. Try a little harder. Yeah. You know, loving. Nothing you say or do is a shock to God. Right. He made you. He knows you. He's Bef- there every second. He knows what you're going to say before you're going to say it. Right. Not yes. shocking. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's something also that, that helps me make that beginning. That I can't fuck it up. Hmm. I'm making a beginning. I'm trying. So it's not wrong. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, in attempting that, like you said, eventually I kept doing it and then I started to get humility. So I started to actually see where I had created a lot of this damage. So of course she should be on my, you know, my amends list. Mm -hmm. I needed to make restitution for harms done. Um, and there's, we should also talk about the big difference between, um, an, an apology and an amends. Um, and I think we've done this before. Simply put, uh, an apology, um, people in our lives have heard them. They've heard them all before. I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. And then you turn around and you fucking do it again and again and again. So mm-hmm. guess what? Talk is cheap. Your apologies mean shit. And the people in our lives, they're usually tired of it. So no wonder they're resenting us. No wonder they're on our resentment list because we've given them years and years of bullshit. Yep. So, and this isn't to make you feel bad. It's not to make any of us feel bad. It's about accountability yeah. and recognizing our part. So don't feel bad. Just put your big girl pants on, your big boy pants, and grow the fuck up and accept accountability and responsibility for your actions. So shelve it. Shelve your feelings and your emotions while you go through this, unless it's love and service to someone else. Like this is just the time where we got to put pause on it so that we're not clouded. Right. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> I yeah. Think, I, you know me. Sometimes I get sidetracked and I'm like, I don't know what I was going to say. Well, so. in wrap up of step eight, this is just where we make our list of amends mm-hmm. and we stay there and we don't even look at the next one yet until we get there. Because if we do any of the steps besides, I think six and seven, um, connected to another step or before another step, like I can't focus on nine and do eight. So just stay at eight. It is overwhelming. It can be really stressful. It can bring up a lot of stuff, but you're well supported Mm -hmm. and just put it to the side for now, all those feelings. Oh, and don't rush through it. Yeah. So right now, like you said, we're making a list. Mm -hmm. Don't go, oh, that's on my mind right now. I'm going to call that person right now. Talk to your sponsor. No, no. Talk to your sponsor. 
So there's, we're, we're going to talk about that next in step nine, because you need to understand the process of making an amends. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a there is a wrong way to do it, I think. Like, you like when you're in treatment and you feel bad <laughs> and out of guilt, you call someone from treatment to apologize and say, you'll never do it again. Yeah. Please don't do that. Does that happen to you? <laughs> uh, I do a lot of service at a treatment center. It happens all the time. <laughs> I'm like, please don't do that. Yes. They go from one to nine. Right. And you're like, no, no. don't do that. <laughs> You will fuck yourself right in the ass really hard. It's going to come back and bite you for sure. (laughs) And it's not going to feel good. It's not going to be fun. you're not going to like it. It's not going to be a fun part. (laughs) The fun part of all of this. Uh, Okay. I think that's good. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, Step eight. Thanks a lot for joining us on our journey through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're on to step nine next. We hope you continue. Press play. Oh, oh.